The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. Let's play, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Hotty Toddy Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I am Chuck. He's Yancey. Uh, wow, a lot going on last week, a lot going on this week in Rebel Sports. Some of it good, some of it not so good. Uh, we've got a full slate tonight. Um, I'm extremely excited about the baseball team. Yeah, you know, the, the newcomers have really started to gel and Although the positions have not been defined yet at a lot of them, uh, I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, and and I think uh, I think they're just going to get better and better. Myself. No, no doubt, no doubt. I They'll think some of them hadn't even kicked in yet, and and, no. they, and they will. Yeah, I mean, you look at guys like Ely and Sammons and Plumley and Lafleur. Lafleur. Um, Connor Walsh hadn't even gotten on the field yet. I don't know what their plans going to be with them. You got a lot of position players that have not really had the proverbial light go off yet, that is uh, it's going to make the team even better when, when they start. And I think Ely is right on the cusp. Yeah, he got his first hit over the weekend. That was good to see. Uh, hard hit ball. Yeah, I mean, he's seeing the ball well. Um, I look back at the stats. Every one of his strikeouts, Chuck, this season have been on a 3-2 count. So he's uh, he, he's just right there, and he's about to break out, I believe. I do, too. He's got a good eye. He's got Got all the skill sets you need. Uh, I'm not worried about him in the least. Of course, I'm not really worried about any of them. I, I just think they've come out of the blocks doing probably a little more than I anticipated, a little quicker with some of them, like Baker, Kale Baker, and 
uh, Chatonet and, and Dunhurst and Leatherwood. Those guys are a little further along than I anticipated, and it's good to see because uh, the schedule's not going to get any easier. This week they've got Southern Mississippi tomorrow here uh, at 4 p.m., and then they travel to North Carolina for a little tournament, play High Point at 11 a.m. Friday. East Carolina, who's in the top 15 at 3.30 Saturday. And then uh, Sunday they take on Indiana at 10 a.m. in the morning, and I'm sure they'll keep the same rotation they've had uh, all year, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Nick Hazy and uh, Hoagland and Diamond on the mound Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Tomorrow I think they're going to start West Burton. Yep. they're going to start him. And that was kind of the original plans for him. And then last week, the the first midweek starter last week, we had the rain out. So uh, he didn't even pitch over the weekend because they were so successful on the mound they didn't need him. But he's a guy that's shown that can come out of the bullpen. I'm excited to see what he can do on the mound starting. Me too, 6'8", freshman. What's on tap? Brought to you by Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football, and a bunch of other events on the huge screen in the main bar area. Uh, expanding now, I understand. Took in another building. Mm-hmm. Johnny D and them are, whoo, what a bar they've got. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square. You know where it is. I'm not even going to tell you. Got uh, Michael Joe Cannon at 605. Has some exciting news out there Saturday with his putt for a car. First and, one. Yeah, and then uh, Ben Garrett at 6.15 to talk a little hoops and a little baseball. And then we'll have uh, Mike Clement at uh, 6.30. His offense is off to a big start in baseball, and that's the direction we're going to take tonight's show. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motor Mississippi Revio Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We're 5G ready. We're 5G-ish. At Seaspire, we're not playing their game. The fact is, 5G doesn't always mean 5G speeds. 
But thanks to our exclusive fiber technology and hundreds of millions invested in network updates, we can deliver 5G speeds right here, right now. Discover the difference at cspire.com slash 5G speeds. Cspire, customer inspired. Details at cspire.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We have got Mr. Cannon Motors himself on right now, Michael Joe Cannon. How you doing, brother? Hey, Chuck, man, everything's good. How you doing? <laughs> doing great, doing great. Listen, uh, Michael Joe, one of the most exciting things that's happened in Ole Miss sports all year happened <laughs> Saturday with Miss Marianne Wakefield, 84 years old, winning the Nissan on the putt for a car. That was unbelievable excitement. Oh, my gosh. How crazy is that? And, and by the way, if anybody wants to play in their full ball or whatever, I'm, you, know, you need to contact me first because she's, uh, she's pretty booked up from here the rest of the year. Uh, 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 rightfully so after the putt she made on, on uh, Saturday night. That was just, uh, wow, that was just incredible. It really was. It, it was. And i tell you, Michael, Joe, uh, I bet you've never spent better advertising dollars either because you've been on Fox News and all over the nation with that thing. So congratulations to you as well. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it always seems to, to work out. I've had uh, guys that I know from Iowa, uh, New Jersey, Michigan, California, uh, well, not California, maybe, but Texas and uh all around, it's, it's text me and said, "Hey, is that you?" And I said, "Yeah, that's us, man." It's, uh, it's we we spent a lot of advertising dollars, but I can truthfully say, Chuck, uh, today that's probably the best advertising dollars we've spent, and because we can measure it by all the you know uh, all the hype that, that's that's going on with it from you know uh, uh, Fox News. I had an interview today with uh, with uh, uh, another big. Um, TV station and so uh, uh, national TV station. So it's it's been just incredible. I told Miss Marianne, I talked to her yesterday, and congratulated her, and told her I sure was proud proud for her. And she was just so excited. I said, "Now you're a star now." Well, son, I, don't, I don't I don't know about that. I said, "Yes, ma'am, you are. You're, you're well known all over all over the United States and, and even beyond." Whether she's a star or not, she's got a new Nissan, doesn't she? <laughs> That's right. Well, I told him, I said, Ms. Mary, now you can tell everybody, nobody beats a cannon deal, nobody. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> she, she just died out laughing. But what a, what a, what a nice lady, and, and I'm so excited for her because, you know, it's just uh, to be able to bring that much joy to to her and, and her family. It's just uh, it's, it's, it's pretty special. It really is, Chuck. Michael Joe. You know, it's well documented, your love of sports and, and your support of Ole Miss and other universities in this state where you've got other dealerships as well. 
and, and the, I know you appreciate the value of sports in society, and uh, I, this was just another feather in the, in the cap of the legacy of Cannon Motors of Mississippi as far as I'm concerned, brother. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I, of course, I grew up, you know, uh, playing sports, and and I uh, went as far as I could, and uh, you know, coached a little bit. And I, I just have always felt, Chuck, that, that sports bring so much uh, to life, uh, even after, more importantly, after it's over, uh, teaches you uh, how to get get up when you get knocked down, and just to how to build a team and and have camaraderie with with people, maybe people that you don't hang out with on a regular basis and and i just uh i I love athletics and and love uh mississippi and it's been so good to me and my family and and you know uh to watch uh kids and and uh grow it's just uh we just i'm just so excited to heck to be a part of it. it it's given a lot more to me than than i've given to it but uh hey it's all good and i love it i appreciate it hey man uh what 15 dealerships now yeah, well, we're working on uh, we're working on a couple of more, so we're up, gonna be up to about eighteen here in uh, oh, okay. the next uh, uh, ninety to ninety days or so, and kind uh, of in our wheelhouse. And, and thank goodness we got you know all the all the domestic brands and Toyota uh, and um, uh, Honda down in Vicksburg and, and Nissan throughout the state. So we're we're just uh, we're just blessed. Uh, uh, good Lord's been really good to us, and 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 we know that, and we're we're appreciative of that, and so uh, and most importantly, our customers, golly, people all throughout the state have just been so good to us, and and uh, you know we uh, this is just a way for us to kind of give back just a little bit, not near what we should, but but uh, but we're blessed, yeah, we are, sure are. Well, we appreciate everything you do, Rebel Yo Hotline. It wouldn't be a Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline without Cannon Motors. And congratulations on that great promotion with Miss Marianne Wakefield. And we appreciate your time, Michael Joe. Yeah, hey, we we appreciate you, Chuck, and thank you for all you do. And we're so excited for Miss Marianne. And you know, in the end, hey, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. <laughs> there you go, baby. Take care of yourself. My Thanks, good Michael friend. Joe. All right, appreciate y'all, guys. Thank you. All right, that's Michael Joe Cannon, uh, one of our great sponsors, and I, I, I swear now that that was exciting Saturday when that lady, that, that young lady, hit that button. I mean, it was the biggest roar of the night. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, look, and I can first tell, one ever been made. I can tell she played golf before Nancy, because sometimes older golfers used to run that pointer finger uh, mm-hmm. index finger down the shaft of the putter and i've noticed that with some older golfers and that's how she gripped the putter and i said that lady's played golf before so good for <laughs> her I'm, I'm i'm really happy um we're gonna get ben garrett on here after the break but uh, uh basketball team uh just didn't have it saturday brother yeah just didn't bring the energy didn't play well defensively yeah defensively alabama's just shredded them and, and they've been playing well defensively no even question. the loss to kentucky and missouri missouri uh, was a good defensive game yeah they you know really been the last four five six games they played really well defensively so it's kind of a an odd one but you know i think um, you know, some heartbreaking losses back to Kentucky and, and Missouri. Might be mounting up a little bit psychologically, yep. I think. The Missouri game may have may have hurt them really bad. But um, 
you know, not making any excuses, uh, and, and the refereeing certainly didn't cost them the game, but the refereeing was pathetic, just awful. And and Alabama beat us, okay? I, I'm not even hinting at that. Alabama beat us fair and square, but, man, 49 fouls? <laughs> I mean, that, that makes it almost like you don't even want to watch it. Uh, eight eight moving screen fouls. Yeah, too. ridiculous. Just, yeah. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We're 5G ready. We're 5G-ish. At C Spire, we're not playing their game. The fact is, 5G doesn't always mean 5G speeds. But thanks to our exclusive fiber technology and hundreds of millions invested in network updates, we can deliver 5G speeds right here, right now. Discover the difference at cspire.com slash 5G speeds. C Spire, customer inspired. Details at cspire.com. Avanek and Steinman is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanek and mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with Avanek and Steinman because you know she's worth it. Van Atkins Jewelers store at downtown New Albany or vanatkins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, so that's... Yancey, that's Led Zeppelin. My my yes, wife, yes. my wife called me this morning. She said, "Chuck, you want to go see Led Zeppelin down on the coast uh, in September?" And I said, "Well, heck yeah, I do. I, absolutely, let's go." And uh, so she called me back about an hour later, and she said, oh, "I messed up. That was Def Leppard." <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, baby, there's a big difference between Led Zeppelin and Def, Def Leppard. Leppard. <laughs> uh, Mississippi, Cheesy heavy metal band. Mississippi's future depends on Senate Bill 2284 and House Bill 1165. Join C Spire in the fight and tell your legislator to support computer science for every school. Text all caps now, FUTURE, 
to 50457 or visit rmsfuture.com to get started. C Spire, customer inspired. We're happily joined now by Mr. Ben Garrett. I'm sure he's full of enthusiasm <laughs> waiting on my questions about what happened with the basketball team. Uh, but apparently we just got beat, didn't we, Ben? Uh, I mean, that's one way to say it. I mean, actually, they got the <laughs> crap kicked out of them. I mean, it was yeah, yeah. it was, it was uh, not competitive, and quite frankly, it wasn't competitive from jump. I mean, that that Alabama team lives and dies with three, but they were getting everything they wanted inside, and I think that was the most surprising thing. So, yeah, not a competitive game on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh kind of leaves us in the lurch, doesn't it? I mean, uh, with two losses, the I think the Missouri game was really key, was pivotal. Pivotal, and when they lost that, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what this team's got left in the tank. Uh, go to Auburn tomorrow at 6 p.m. and then host Vanderbilt Saturday at noon in the Pavilion. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's over, uh, and I'm not trying to be uh, dismissive or blunt. It's just that's what it is. Uh, you know, there's really no path at all to the NCAA tournament that isn't winning the uh, SEC tournament. Obviously, we only have four wins. In SEC play through 14, and then the NIT, the um, expectations or at least the uh, criteria to get in is much more difficult than it ever was, you know, in previous years. So, um, doesn't look like Ole Miss have much of a path there either. So, if you're wanting to know what's going on with Ole Miss basketball right now, look at the future and what they're going to do in the spring period, which could be pretty busy for them. They don't, they don't have a scholarship open. Um, Jarkel Joyner will take over, take Bree's spot, and they've already got open one spot for Matthew Morrell, who they signed in November. So, whoever they add. From this point forward, that's just one, two, three more people that they're going to have to let go and uh, bring in with the roster. So they're going to be busy. I know that. I mean, they have no choice, quite frankly. I mean, it just didn't work this year uh, for whatever reason. And there was a period there um, where they had a good stretch, where they won three straight, and it looked like they could put something together. And then to lose like they did at Kentucky um, and then go to Missouri and lose two, it's just too much. And when you get boat raced by Alabama, that was kind of a good indication of where things stand. It's just – it's over and it's done. And now you look toward the future and if they can bounce back next year with what will be um, a, a very, very much of a good returning roster, but you lose your best player and that's going to hurt you in some way. It has to. Ben, um, two part question here. You know, Carmen said that he's looking for a big physical guard and a f- uh, front court player in this spring signing period. We all know that there's two players on the team that most likely will not be back. Um, that's the first is, do you think they're going to be able, you know, in the sign, spring signing period, the, there's not a whole lot of blue chips around and the ones that are the very top 10, 20 type players, which Ole Miss is not going to get there. Uh, do you see them going after a grad transfer to get some, some, you know, experienced guys in there for next year? And two, do you think Joyner can take up for some of that load that obviously will be left, uh, with Tyree leaving? Yes. Oh, God, Yancey. Um, all right. Well, the first one, I think they're going to go for a grad transfer in the front court for sure. Um, in the back court, outside of Marcus Nyblack, who they have committed, and I'm told as a take, I don't know if they're going to do much more. So if you do more than those two, that's three more spots, and I just don't see them going that far. They might, but there are some grad transfer possibilities that could be out there in the next month or so. Um, as far as Jarkel Joyner, I mean, Ole Miss certainly is high on him, but it's just such a heavy load offensively to just dump on that kid in year one when Brian leaves. So I think it just extends beyond Jarkel. 
Um, obviously, if Devontae Shuler is back, if he doesn't go pro, and what I mean by going pro is go overseas, then um, he would certainly have to be one that gets back to that 14 to 18 points a game uh, type of production. And then Hadeem C took a significant jump in the season second half, and I think that's something that they can build on. And um, his defense and engagement there and rim protection also improved. And you have to have something out of K.J. Buffin um, night in, night out offensively that isn't sporadic and it doesn't come when in just sudden spurts when he comes off the bench because he's been in foul trouble. And then Blake Henson's really the key to this whole thing to me because Blake really mm-hmm. hasn't been good all year. Um, on the road, I think he's shooting 22% from three. At home, he's fine. He's shooting 47% from three. But when your entire game is predicated on making three-point shots, I mean, you're not just uh, giving Ole Miss nothing when you go on the road. You're hurting them. You're actively hurting your team if you're not doing anything else to impact the box score. So I think Blake Henson's really – a key for this as far as almost rebounding next year. But, yeah, I think that they're going to add at least one grad transfer, and when they do, I think they'll add in the front court. So uh, my, my key to next year, or one of them, is the development of Sammy Hunter and, and uh, Crowley. I mean, they those guys have got to be what we anticipated them to be when they signed. Yeah, well, That's I true. mean, they signed them to impact Division One games. I mean, Kermit <clears throat> said that. That's the expectation, and Austin Crowley's completely disappeared. Sammy Hunter got hurt, and um, he's played a little bit the last couple of games. Good on Antavian Duke, Colin, for making himself into a guy that's viable that they can play. Yeah, I like him. Going next year, but, I mean, Sammy was signed to be an instant impact dynamic player, and he just hasn't been that. Now, granted, he got here late, but um, at this point, there's no excuse to not be impacting games, save for that injury. But Crowley, um, I think this is just a completely lost year for him. I don't think anybody would have predicted that, especially when he got in early in the summer and the work he put in. But um, he did get the flu in December. All those pounds he'd gained, I think 20 pounds, he lost it. And uh, that set him back. But even before then, he wasn't really giving Ole Miss anything that they could count on. So, yeah, he's a big part of this, too. Um, Austin Crowley, Blake Kinson. And I know it's not as uh, sexy as going out and signing this guy and this guy and this guy, but that's just how how this thing has to work. I mean, you can't just get into the business of overturning your roster every single year because then people are going to start questioning your own evaluations. you got to be able to bring these guys in, develop them, and that be the core of your team um, when they're juniors and seniors. I mean, Luis Rodriguez will be a junior. K.J. Buffin will be a junior. Blake Henson will be a junior. You would hope in that junior year, with the roster supplemented by good recruiting, including Matthew Morrell, who's the best signee Kermit Davis has brought in so far, um, that Ole Miss will be competitive. And, yes, you lose Brian Tyree, and losing Terrence Davis was massive, even more massive than any of us gave credit for, and we should have given it more credit than an NBA player. But, um, you know, Blake, K.J., y- y'all are the program you got to take it over, and you got to be the ones that uh, carry the load. And then you bring in Jarkels and Matthew Morels, and they're going to add something to it. So you're right. I mean, Austin Crowley's big in this. Sammy Hunter's big in this. Any developmental guy this year, they're not going to be gone after a year. you got to start bringing something because there's no guarantee after year two, and a couple of guys are about to learn that. Yeah, I think I think also a big key is uh, how far along Sean Robinson's come because uh, that, that could be the front court help that, that C needs. Uh, yeah, well, they've been working on Sammy him Hunter. as far as rebounding and physicality because he's got a finesse game, can really handle the ball. He's more of a big guard than anything. So they've been really working on this red shirt. You're getting him stronger. He's gained like 20 pounds. And um, also working on his rebounding, just physicality in the front line. And he's gotten better, but there's still ways to go. Um, I certainly think he's made strides. But from an offensive standpoint, he should be able to give you something. He's the most instinctual shot blocker that they have on the roster, and that's something they just don't have this year is the ability to block shots. Um, he's going to bring you that. But there are other aspects of playing on the front line, especially when you go up against these bigs in the SEC that can bully you 
um, that Sean's going to have to improve on if he expects to be an impact player in what will be a redshirt year, but year one for him. So I think he's going to bring you something. Um, but it's just going to be interesting. I, I think there are a lot of different ways this thing could go as far as the guys that leave. I think I have a good idea, but um, who do they land? And I think that's the most important thing um, because, again, I don't think they want to get in the business of you know, running, bringing in six guys and running all six guys every single year. That's right, right. a recipe for disaster. Well, and it's, it's, it's impossible, too, like you said. I mean, there's 20 – the top – 20 JUCO big men in the country, 19 signed in the early signing period. So that's just so limited on on the numbers available in the spring signing period. All right, period. Ben. Thank you a lot, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank you, Ben. Hey, All Good right. Time. Yep. All right, Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment. Over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs. Located at 4890 East Shelby Drive. You can rent, buy, or have your own equipment prepared at Rebel Equipment. Watching the debacle of officiating in the double-digit loss to Alabama in men's hoop Saturday, where 90, 49 fouls and four technicals were called, gave me horrible flashbacks to all the 40-plus years I've been covering Ole Miss sports, and it hit me like a sledgehammer. SEC officiating across the board and historically may very well be the worst of any of the Power Five conferences. No, this is not the first time I've had this thought. I've had it hundreds of times, in <laughs> fact. But this is the first time I've tried to verbalize it, really. There are many Rebel fans who believe it's an old Miss thing, that officials just don't like us for whatever reason. I'm not one that subscribes to that theory, but I, but I tell you what I do by. I believe there's a preconceived notion with SEC officials that's not intentional but subconscious in favor of particular games' favorites. In other words, they give who they believe is the better team the benefit of the doubt, it seems. I don't believe officials are crooked. I really don't. But I do think many of them are simply incompetent. And when you couple that with their preconceived notions on the two teams that are, that are playing, it makes for some really bad officiating. And here's the biggest point of all. The SEC is considered nationwide as the best conference across the board in collegiate athletics, and it's not even close. Why, then, does the SEC have some of the worst officials in almost every sport? And it's been that way for as long as I can remember. My proof, I rarely hear any complaining or hear any complaints when we are playing an out-of-conference foe and are using that conference's officials. That can't be a coincidence. Those guys seem to always do a pretty good job. The SEC can just do better. The SEC must do better in the future because right now, particularly in basketball and football, the officiating is making some games just unwatchable. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors, on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back. Uh, we always have the hitting coach on after uh, four <laughs> Put up games. Thirty runs. We throw forty-four runs in four games, uh, and and this and this week's no different. Hey, Mike, congratulations on a big week offensively. I, I know you're fired up about where this team is right now, so early in the season, swinging the bat so well. Yeah, I am. I appreciate you guys having me on, and I appreciate uh, the feel that you guys have for uh, getting me on when you get me on. It's a little tougher when, uh, when you get yeah. shut out. So uh, this is uh, this is good. Yeah, I'm 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 excited about our offense, and you know, really happy through the first two weeks. You know, obviously different level of opponents um, from Louisville to Xavier, um, but but we really scored on 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 both of them, and and just pleased with uh, pleased with where we're at, at least to this point. That was kind of a scary game against Alcorn earlier in the week. Uh, those guys could rake pretty good, uh, or either that or our pitching wasn't doing much that Alcorn night. Alcorn can hit. Well, uh, that, that that's the thing. They, they they swing the bats pretty well, and that's the it's the beauty of playing here. And, and we 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 try to talk to our guys about it. Is you're going to get uh, everybody's best shot on Tuesdays when there's. Not as many people in the stands. You're just coming off of beating the number one team in the country. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you have that lull. And, and the thing about it is the team in the other dugout, um, it's one of their three or four games that they play over the course of the year in a stadium like ours that uh, that they're ready to roll. And that's to take nothing away from them. They, they swung the bat really, really well last uh, last Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday I guess it was. Um, and, and they're to be credited for it. Hey, let's jump right into it. Uh... Your spark plug, obviously, he was the national player of the week last week. Shortstop Anthony Servideo just, I mean, he's on fire. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay out of his way at this point um, and not, not screw it up. So, uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know, just a, just, a, just a great start to the season, you know, had a great weekend against Louisville, and it started with uh, his first at bat of the year against, you know, arguably the best left-hander in the entire country, and he goes uh, double the opposite field gap, and he hasn't slowed down since. In fact, uh, last night I got a text message from Greg Kessinger, uh, who, keep in mind, was an All-American last year, and he said, uh, hey, I don't know what you've done with Ant, but uh, why didn't you do that with me? So, uh, <laughs> obviously, he's off to a tremendous start and uh, really proud of him. And, and kind of like we talked about last time, this, this is a guy that waited his turn. He's been a shortstop his whole life and waited his turn behind behind Gray and had to play a little bit out of position in right field or at second base. And uh, hopefully this is just a reward for it. Hey, where's his, where did his pop come from? I mean, did he put on any weight or did you do anything differently uh, as far as his approach? But the kid's got some power this year. Yeah, he does. Um, I don't know that we did anything tremendously different, Chuck, uh, but he, here's the thing. He's got – He's got really good bat speed and always has, and um, just made one little tweak with his swing, and, and he really deserves all the credit for it. He had a really tough summer up in Cape Cod and kind of got chewed up, which a lot of hitters do. And he came back, and we just <clears throat> moved his hands a little bit outside of his back shoulder, and um, you know, and, and really it was as, as much his doing as it was anything that I did. And 
um, he had a great fall and, and, and has, and has taken off from here. But if I were to sit here and tell you, yeah, you know, I, I knew the power and him hitting two home runs to dead center field this week. I knew that that was going to be something that uh, he could do with any kind of regularity. I'd be lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, uh, with, with Keenan, uh, I know he's been struggling. There was kind of word he was struggling in the fall camp and the spring camp as well. Is it anything mechanical? Is he falling off the ball a little bit? Or is it just 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 not seeing it well right now? Yeah, he, he actually had a really good fall and then struggled struggled once we got back from break um yeah in the in the in the spring camp and um yeah scuffle a little bit I, I actually think his swing is 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 closer to where it needs to be um got pitched really tough obviously in the Louisville series and really swung it pretty well this past weekend lined out to center field a couple times um and, and I feel like his swing is much closer to what to to what is normal and to be honest yeah. with you I don't, I don't think it's necessarily mechanical but here's a guy who um, probably, you know, obviously he and he and Servideo are, are, you know, the two main draft guys. And I don't even know if I would say a draft thing, but he's the guy with the bullseye on his back. He has by far um, the best numbers of anybody, you know, returning on our club. And, you know, he's probably the guy that's been talked about and probably put a little bit too much pressure on himself out of the gate. But, um, you know, I, I still, um, just especially with his swings this, this past weekend, I feel pretty comfortable with where he's at. He's getting close. Mike's good to hear. He's got to be the guy, though, that they're going to kind of pitch around to a little bit. You got to take that into account, too, don't you? No, no, no question, Chuck. I, I, you know, I said it to, to, to somebody earlier today, maybe in our coaches meeting, you know, the, the, the thing about TK is, you know, on every scouting report, you know, his, his name's going to be the one that's highlighted that says, don't let this guy beat you. Um, and, and it, and it still will be, you know, I, I think everybody in our league, as good as some of our offensive numbers are to this point, if we were, if we started SEC play this weekend, it would still say that. Even even with him hitting whatever he's hit, um, just because you know, in our league, when you when you produce like he has for two straight years, you know they're not they're not just going to give you cookies. He's uh, he's definitely going to be the mark man um, for all thirty SEC games. And I think the the beneficiary of that's been been Kale Baker so far. I mean, they got to throw to somebody. Without question, there's no doubt about it. You know, that's the that's the beauty of hitting behind a guy like like Keenan. And I think, to be honest with you, Keenan was kind of the beneficiary of hitting kind of in between Kessinger and Dillard for a lot of the year. No doubt, last no year. doubt. And Fortez and Dillard the year before that. Um, you know, he uh, he was able to get a lot lot more pitches, and he's probably seeing the reverse side of that. But you're right, Baker has gotten some pitches to hit because you know they they're they're pitching. Keenan really tough, and sometimes walking him, and then you got to go right after Baker, and he's done what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and I'm not taking anything away from Kale because I mean, you, you still have to deliver. Um, Hayden Dunhurst, good to see him finally. I, I want to say finally. I don't mean it like we were just panicking about it, but <laughs> it's good to see him get his first hits and, and and show some power. We knew he had power. He did it in the spring and the fall, so. Give us some thoughts on him. Yeah, he's obviously you saw the first weekend how special he is behind the plate, and um, you know he he showed off a little bit of power. Still, probably swinging and missing a little more than he'd like or we'd like, but um, you 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 started to see a glimpse of of kind of what he is. And I think once he gets really comfortable driving the ball the other way and, and using the whole field, um, you're going to see a guy who can really really hit, and that and that's coming. 
Um, I think right now, you know, a little bit excitable, which is understandable. Uh, you know, right out of the gate, your freshman year and, you know, being being a guy for us. And so it's a little bit pull happy, but you started to see the kind of power he has this past weekend. And it's only going to get better as he gets more comfortable uh, at, at, at the plate for a young guy. Coach, it wouldn't be a show uh, without asking about the two football stars. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and ask you one in my eyes, untrained eyes. I think Ely is right on the cusp of breaking out. With Plumley, is it is he getting frustrated? What is his mental state right now? Yeah, good good question with him. Um, <laughs> John Rice is number one. Uh, I, I think the, the two of you know this, and maybe some of the listeners don't. Uh, is a supremely confident kid, and I mean that in, as as confident as you can be with as much humility as he has is is a special trait. Um, and this guy is a relentless worker. Um, you would think the the automatic thing, and I'm sure you guys hear it a lot. Um, is well, he's scuffling. He hasn't started a ton. I'm sure he's looking at spring football, and he may be looking at spring football a little bit, trying to get into the new playbook. But my guy is uh, a relentless worker. Got a text message at 11:30 this morning. Hey, what time can we swing? Uh, he is uh, he's he's working. He wants to be great, um, and and he works about as hard as as anybody. I think he probably also you know in some limited at bats, you know whatever he's got seven at bats or whatever it is. Um, has probably pressed a little bit, and and that's the hard thing. You know, the three of us have talked about every time I'm on, going all the way back to the fall or whenever, is you know, their their reps are limited, and I and I would agree that that Ely is Ely is close. He's close to breaking out, hit a ball really hard on on Saturday, um, and his on base percentage, while he only has a hit or two, his on base percentage is over 400, which is what you want. Mm-hmm. He's stolen some bases, and so he's really close. And I think John Rice is. Is, is is coming up uh coming up right behind him. So um I, I would like I said, every single time I'm on it's a broken record. I would put nothing past either one of those guys and um, you know, they are they're they're special people. You know, they they are bring an unbelievable energy to our dugout and to our team and, and uh it's a, it's amazing how well they fit in. Coach, uh, a guy that's intriguing to me is is Hayden Leatherwood. Um he he kind of had a breakout weekend swing. as well, um, and yeah, like Yancey just said, uh, I, I just think he's got a gorgeous swing. Yeah, Yancey's exactly right. Yeah, you are. Uh, he uh, he has a really really good swing. He's a guy that scuffled a little bit. Uh, he was a big recruit for us. You know, he started his his college career at Vanderbilt and left there and went, came back home and went to went to Northwest and um, really, uh, you know, from from that point forward, wanted to be at Old Miss and so. Um, had offers to go other places in and out of the state and in our league, and this is where he wanted to be. And it's it's a really good swing. He scuffled a little bit in the fall, and again, another guy that maybe maybe gets a little pull happy at times, but it is a beautiful swing. Um, he has scuffled a little bit against left-handed pitching in our inner squads and things, um, which is why you see him more against rights to try to get him set him up for success and. You know, it's, it's obviously our hope that he can hit off lefts and rights um, as we get going. But obviously, his teammate uh, at Northwest, Ben Van Cleef, has done a really good job hitting off left-handers. So yeah. it's been, been a nice little platoon there um, in that DH spot that, that, that both of those guys have uh, have had, had some success. Coach, uh, one guy that I haven't seen on the field yet, correct me if I'm wrong, but is Connor Walsh. I know that he struggled a little bit in the fall uh, hitting, and 
what are the plans with him? Is it a red shirt or is it just play it by ear? What's going on with Connor? Yeah, our plan right now is to redshirt Connor. Um, just don't want to burn a year, look up in May, and him have six or seven at-bats or one of those situations yeah. where um, we feel like we're not doing right by, by the kid. Um, obviously, that, that could always change. Um, it could change, you know, depending on injury or, you know, success or lack of success with other guys. But, but as we sit here, you know, today, the 24th of February, our, our, our plan is probably to redshirt him and he continue to go through the year and get reps in practice and in the cages and have a plan for him. But that's at least that's at least our plan at this moment. Coach, before we let you go, who else do you think is uh, kind of close? You know, uh, you said Ely was close to, you think, doing some bigger and better things. Uh, Bench or, or Lafleur or Salmons or, you know, yeah, just I think, give me, give me I some think, thoughts. Uh, Ely being one, and I think Bench is the other guy, and they're kind of in a similar boat where – both of their on-base percentage, and if you look at, like, we keep track of quality of bats, both Ely and Bench, um, both 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 have are really good in those categories where maybe it's not showing up in the statistics quite as much. Um, but I think both of those guys are close, and I think those are guys that are going to continue to see see reps. And then, you know, Salmons is a guy that didn't well, – I wasn't thinking of off the top of my head, but you mentioned, um, you know, he's a guy who had a really good game on Sunday and has and started to swing the bat a little bit better and hit a couple balls really hard. Um, so, you know, he's a guy that's at the time kind of platooning with Ely in center field that, um, that I, that I think could, could, could break out a little bit here, um, as we play, play Southern Miss and, and head, head out to North Carolina this weekend. Coach, you have, you, when I'm looking at your numbers offensively, it's, it's kind of, it, it doesn't flow sometimes. You look at the home runs. One of the top in the country, batting average solid, two seventy three, very good with all these newcomers actually. But then you're getting such a high walk ratio, but you're also getting high home run ratio. Those usually don't go hand in hand. Um, why is that? Yeah, we uh, for whatever reason we've had success uh, getting the base on balls, and we've really tried to harp on approach. And you guys know, you know, Bianchi and Chuck from from being so close to our program that. Um, we, we felt pretty good about having some guys with some power in this lineup. Um, but the thing that has been, like, like Anthony, you said, that is, that has stood out to us is we're able to get on base and we've mm-hmm. struck out a little more than you want to, but, but like you said, that's, that's probably going to happen a little bit with, with guys that, that have some juice and some power. But, um, our guys have done a really good job, even in the Louisville series that has one of the better pitching staffs in the country of just being able to lay off tough pitches, really, really hunt the fastball and, and get your best swing off on the fastball. And I think some of it is a product of we've hit a lot of home runs, and so I think pitchers pitch a little bit tentative when they know that, 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 that they can we can hurt them with, with the long ball. All of a sudden they try to stay out of the middle of the plate, and that produces some walks. In the last you know, 2018 and 2019, we, we walked a ton at the top of our league, and I think we're well on our way again this year if we continue to swing the bats well. Coach, we appreciate your time. You got uh, Southern Mississippi tomorrow at 4 p.m. It's supposed to be a really nice day. I think the rain's out of here, mid 50s probably. Yeah. Uh, then you travel to North Carolina, play High Point Friday. East Carolina always tough with Cliff mm-hmm. Godwin up there at 3:30 Saturday, and then Indiana, who's played some pretty good baseball so far, uh, didn't do too well at LSU, I don't think, but. 
has played has had some pretty good, solid program now. Pretty decent program. Ten a.m. Sunday. That's right. No, you're right about Indiana. They lost two or three down in Baton Rouge, but won the Big Ten regular season last year. And you know, Cliff mm-hmm. has East Carolina playing at a high level, which is no surprise to anybody around here. And High Point's got a really good Friday night guy, so we'll have our hands full. But um, obviously, we want to go get after the uh, the in-state rival uh, tomorrow afternoon, and then we'll we'll hop on that bird and head 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 east on Thursday. No doubt. <laughs> Keep swinging it, Coach, and we appreciate Thank you, you Always, you, you you're very gracious to us, and we appreciate it. Well, I feel the same way about y'all. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, buddy. Thank Mike, you, Mike. Clement. Uh, we heck, we didn't even ask about Chatney and no, Kevin Graham. We could have gone on for the whole show, but they're averaging just about seven waltz a game and two and a half home runs. To give you uh, what that means, Southern Miss has hit three home runs this year. Ole Miss has already hit eighteen, and I've seen Ole Miss through six, seven games only have two or three home runs. So the the 18, ratio eighteen. I, I mean, it's wow. Leads the SEC, top three in the country. God, I didn't mean, realize it was that much power. Yeah, and it's just it's filtered through the lineup. And look, I mean, anybody look, can go Kevin, deep. I don't think Kevin Graham's no, even got one yet. One and Keenan's only hit one. Yeah. So out of those two, you had twenty four or five last yeah, year, yeah. and you, you only got one. So I mean, when those guys start getting cranked up, yeah. I mean, and then along with Ely and the rest of the offensive guys, it's 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 only going to get better. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Let's go straight to the control room with... uh, and we're going to have to do Ole Miss Sports News and around the SEC in this final segment. Let's do Ole Miss Sports News first, uh, Mr. Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. It was another incredible weekend for the Ole Miss baseball team. The Rebels defeated Alcorn State in the midweek before sweeping Xavier. The Rebels dominated the Musketeers 13-0, 9-0, and 13-3 in those games over the weekend, pushing their record to 6-1 overall. Several players earned weekly awards for their performances. Junior shortstop Anthony Servidio was named the National Player of the Week by Collegiate Baseball. He was 7-for-14 at the plate, homering three times, scoring six runs, seven RBI, to go with five walks and three stolen bases. What a week for Servidio. Meanwhile, Doug Nikhazy was named the SEC Pitcher of the Week. The sophomore left-hander threw six innings of no-hit baseball on Friday, striking out nine. This week, Mike Bianco's squad faces the always tough matchup against Southern Miss at home tomorrow at 4. And then they travel to Greenville, North Carolina to face High Point, ECU, and Indiana, respectively, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. In other Ole Miss sports news, four football rebels were invited to the NFL Combine. Josiah Coatney, Benito Jones, Scotty Phillips, and Kadir Shepard will all participate in the Combine in Indianapolis over the next week. 
The women's track and field team remains ranked number 20 in the nation, and both tennis teams are off to strong starts. The men are 9-1 overall, having beaten number 12 Illinois, number 20 Oklahoma State, and number 28 Princeton. The women knocked off number 14 UCF on their way to an 8-2 overall record. That's the latest Ole Miss news. As expected, the SEC is off to a strong start in baseball. Five teams remain unbeaten through the first two weeks of the season. Florida is ranked number one nationally after sweeping previously top-ranked Miami over the weekend. Vanderbilt is just behind the Gators at number two. Georgia ranks number four. The Dogs are off to a 7-1 start. Arkansas is number six, Mississippi State eight, and LSU number 11. Ole Miss jumped two spots this week to number 15 after their sweep. In total, 10 SEC teams are ranked in the top 25. The co-players of the week in the SEC were Bryce Blom of Texas A&M and Robert Moore of Arkansas. Doug Nikhazy from Ole Miss was the conference pitcher of the week, throwing six hitless innings and striking out nine on 96 pitches. Finally, the freshman of the week was Jack Leiter, son of Al Leiter, who struck out 12 of 16 batters faced. Matchups to watch this weekend include Georgia Tech facing Georgia, Texas A&M taking on number eight UCLA, Arkansas plays Texas, and Ole Miss is on the road for a matchup with number 19 ECU. In basketball, only about a week and a half remain in the season. Kentucky has taken command of first place at 22-5 overall, 12-2 in SEC play. The Wildcats are ranked number eight nationally. Auburn is in second of the conference, ranked number 15. They host Ole Miss tomorrow night. No other SEC teams are currently ranked. LSU is tied with Auburn for second in the conference, though, at 10-4. Currently, Joe Lenardi projects just four SEC teams to make the NCAA tournament, with Florida sneaking in as a nine seed and Mississippi State and Alabama sitting on the wrong side of the bubble. It's definitely crunch time for bubble teams in the SEC. That's all for tonight. Back to you guys. All right, Jack. Thanks for the double dose there. Uh, Old Miss Sports News. Good job, Jack. Uh, by Rebel Rags and uh, around the SEC, brought to you by our good friends at Cheney's. Um, as Jack said, I'm going to repeat it, though. Uh, Southern Miss tomorrow, 4 p.m. here in baseball. Uh, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. at Auburn. Auburn's in the top 20 still. Uh then Vanderbilt Saturday in basketball here at noon. Uh, the baseball team goes to North Carolina. High Point Friday at 11 a.m. East Carolina 3.30 Saturday. Indiana 10 a.m. Sunday. And that's in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, when the basketball program gets back going, and it will soon. I mean, yeah. you know, Kermit's 11th time conference coach of the year. Four different conferences for a reason. Uh, it, it's really an exciting time of the year having baseball and basketball going on at the same time. Yeah, and I'm I'm not I'm not down on the program. I'm I'm just disappointed I'm the team lost some close ones early and it's finally taken their toll yeah. and they don't yeah. have any depth and you know that's what you get. The good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four wheeler, side by side, a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his wonderful staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, well, obviously the highlight of the week was the three-game sweep of Xavier and the come-from-behind 9-8 win over Alcorn earlier in the week in baseball. Albeit against lesser competition than opening weekend foe Louisville, the Rebel Bats stayed pretty hot, and the weekend pitching was stellar, allowing only three runs in 26 innings, including a combined no-hitter on Friday night that uh, got Doug Nikhazy the SEC Pitcher of the Week. 
Shortstop Anthony Servideo continued his torque pace at the plate and up and down the Rebel lineup as easy to find key hits, including the coming out party of freshman catcher Hayden Dunhurst, who had his first hits as Rebels as a Rebel, including two home runs. Overall, 4-0 week, moving up in the rankings, and all is well for now in Rebel baseball. Women's golf, who we don't give enough credit to, is ranked 12th in the nation. Mm-hmm. They've won their fourth tournament of the year, which is a school record, um, down in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, and they're really good. We need to start paying more attention to them. I'm going to get their coach on here pretty soon because she's doing Twitter. a heck of a good job. The bad, the men's basketball team lost, lost a close, winnable game at Missouri and then came home and just belly flopped against Alabama, playing their worst defensive game of the year. Bad week. The ugly, broken record, women hoops. Good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in baseball. We'll see uh, y'all next week on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Good night, everybody. Howdy toddy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.